1: Lilith, and this, this is, is our, our House, of House of Snacks. Hey, Diet Coke. Hey, Lilith. Are you, you want to get weird today?
2: Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how we're starting out. Okay, sure. Let's get weird. I didn't realize you seem to think you're on Pete Holmes' show right now, but I'm fine with that.
1: I'm just going to jump into our first snack because it's, a, it's a, it dovetails into a discussion I want to have with you. Okay. We got Dream World Limited Edition Coca-Cola, right? That's right. The latest flavor from Coca-Cola Creations. A dream-flavored Coca-Cola.
2: Coca-Cola Dream World is a limited edition sparkling beverage from Coca-Cola Creations. This enigmatic variation of the classic cola explores the realms of the surreal, the imaginary, and the otherworldly, with only the words dream-flavored to guide the humble consumer. But today, Diet Coke and Lilith will shatter this corporate megalith's dreams and describe the physical reality of the sweet swill to you. Join us as we transcend realms.
1: Okay, so i been thinking about Dreams recently. Sure. First of all, um, folks, Sandman is on uh, Netflix. And um, I don't partner myself with or ally myself with the Netflix organization in any way. But uh, those comics were good and the show is good too. I really enjoyed those comics when I was a kid, um, when I was a teen.
2: I've read enough of them to know that Dreams are, there's a character who's Dream and Dreams play a heavy role.
1: I mean, yeah, the whole, the main character of the comic is the Endless Lord of uh, Dream. There's a, a family of the Endless who, you know, death, dream, desire, delirium, despair. It's all Ds.
2: All the D feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dick uh, having can be dick a, a having... great feeling for some, not so much for others.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. The When the dick having Endless <laughs> visits you. But- I okay the other thing they sa- you know thinking about sandman and all of that they kind of kicked things off the other thing i have spent a majority of my adult life kind of afraid of dreams
2: okay that's interesting just I kinda, conceptually afraid sorry i didn't mean to interrupt yeah I, yeah I, I'm yeah no, no 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 for clarification
1: i want to i want to go more into this because uh, uh basically i just had really bad nightmares a lot of the time and so I'm sure people out here might uh, relate to this. What I would do is I would listen to podcasts while I slept. Those would keep the dreams at bay. I, for the most part of my adult life, had had dreamless sleep because my mind was latched onto a podcast as opposed to wandering through dreamscapes.
2: Interesting.
1: And I have very recently... Sort of um, because uh, 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 I got together with my girlfriend, we've been sleeping over quite a bit, and um, I have a sleep mask that has like Bluetooth headphones in it, but it, it's not comfortable for me to wear right now. And so I have been sleeping without podcasts or any noise at all recently, wow. and I have allowed dreams back into my life to, I would say, mixed to positive results. Okay. <laughs> This is fascinating.
2: I didn't know any of this about you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why This is why I was immediately like, <laughs> oh, we're doing a dream-flavored soda. Let's talk about dreams. Let's get into the world of dreams, yeah. Because I, I, I can literally, like, I can think back, in se- you know, several years uh, in the past where, like, if my phone died in the middle of the night and the podcasts stopped, I would be woken up in the morning with, like, terrifying dreams things were like like i am being ripped apart by like horrible beasts or something like that yeah Yeah, yeah 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 and i mean like last night i i i you know last night i slept over at uh margo's place and i was woken up in the middle of the night by like a nightmare but it was like it was a nightmare about like you know something happened between me and margo like minor personal issues and so like when she woke up that morning i was like oh, i had a dream where you cheated on me and we you know we just talked about it for a little while and that was fine i don't seem to when i am in in you know sleeping with with her in bed don't seem to be be getting so much of the uh <laughs> the like Ripped flesh rippers dreams yeah. anymore and it's it's weird to let dreams back into my life again and I'm actually kind of excited by it because it's it is there's a lot of interesting things that happen in dreams. Um How do you feel about dreams?
2: Oh I'm a, I've always wished that I could dream more. I uh-huh. I you know, I go through heavy dream periods and light dream periods in my life. The I've never done anything to to get rid of dreams, anything like that. Nightmares specifically are weird because I, I had a couple when I was very young. And then there was a very long stretch of my life where I just did not have nightmares ever to the point where I noticed it and it seemed weird. Yeah. From like age eight until like age 27, I didn't have a single nightmare. Wow. I had a banger of one at like age five, though, that was very scary, uh, but is also weirdly uh, funny in retelling. Uh, It was scary because it was just a very straightforward home invasion dream where like someone broke into the home I was in and started executing people. Uh, Uh The aspect of it that makes it funny was that it's not it wasn't my real life home. It was the house from the house from the Christian one hour drama television series Seventh Heaven.
1: That's, oh my God. See, I love, I love like what locations show up in dreams. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like the dream I was talking about last night where like there was drama between me and my girlfriend. Like we were in some like weird apartment complex that I've never been to, but that like, I feel like I probably saw in a movie or something. Yeah. And that's where all of the drama went down. Now let's really dig in. Okay. Do you think dreams are real?
2: uh no. it's tough well how do, wh- uh, what do you think about lucid dreams is that something what? you've ever tried to engage with uh no it's not it's not something you've tried to engage with
1: i mean i just told you i've spent most of my adult life trying to shut dreams out of my life
2: well that's your adult life most of my attempts to lucid dream did happen in childhood for me
1: i guess i guess i did you know but i i didn't have the words lucid to put to sure. but like i guess i tried to give myself agency in the dream world yeah, as a
2: child. I, I think that's a real question of that, that 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 factors into whether or not dreams are world because, uh you know, I, I was very fascinated with lucid dreams as a kid and I tried to, I've like read about it in some book or something and I tried to train myself to do it. The only time I succeeded was when I was a teen, I had a recurring dream, which I mm-hmm. will not describe on air because it was like a weird gender feelings dream that is like, yeah, whatever, I don't need to get into that but the only time i ever successfully lucid dreamed was when i was having that recurring dream and it was like the you know the 10th time i'd had it and i was like oh shit this is the dream mm-hmm. and i immediately started flying and i to me that makes it challenging to believe that dreams are 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 like real in another dimension because i i, I don't know what the implication would be of uh of 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 a, of, a, of a world that is real in a meaningful way but by which any individual can by realizing the nature of the world have total just uh, god powers essentially um that that those are difficult to reconcile i suppose if we shift our definition of what real means yes, then
1: yes yes exactly exactly i think dreams are real but they are not real in the sense that like my fucking pill organizer here is real i think that they are a real place that we go metaphysically when we're asleep that has a lot of power over us mentally and physically i think uh one of the weirdest dreams i've ever had in my life there's a there's a song that i may play a clip of song by a band called Ministry called Dream Song. Um, And uh, it's just this, like, really creepy kind of soundscape kind of thing, um, where, like... this this woman describes being visited by an angel in her dreams, um, and and it's like these really weird like church chimes and shit, and then like at the, the, the uh, very end she says, "Do you believe in angels?" And a demonic voice answers, "No." Um, and uh, one time I was on a road trip when I was a teenager, and. I was on road trip with my family, and I just had that CD in my uh, CD player. Uh, "Mind Is a Terrible Thing to Taste" um, but, uh, by Ministry again, and um, I, I fell asleep like during like one of the last songs, and then like when I woke up, like I heard that. Do you believe in angels? And (laughs) those, that fucking dream, I don't remember anything about what that dream was. I feel like it like flushed out of my head as soon as I woke up. But like, I know I woke up with like, drool down my face, covered in sweat, and just feeling like I had been somewhere outside of that car. It was so fucking intense.
2: I suppose well, my, my, my question is, you know, this idea that, that dreams are real, that they are this sort of uh, psychic space that we enter when we dream. Um, if, if that's true, like, I, I guess my question would be, my wondering would be, like, what is, what is different from saying, like, there's a real psychic space that we enter when we dream versus a dream is just our thoughts happening inside of our head? Like, what is the difference between those two statements?
1: there's not like there's not material difference like you can't hold the difference in your hand but it is it is something that's like very like like if you kind of i think if you if you psychically measure it that way then there's a different power there's a um that that dreams can have over you and that's why i think like consciously or not i think i'm 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 kind of realizing that like you and I have you were very close friends you know the way that like my 20s went for me I had some rough times and I think that's why I kind of closed myself off to the world of dream and um I think I'm kind of weirdly like turning a page right now in my in my personal life um just in in kind of the world where I'm ready to let let myself explore the land of dream again and um it's exciting to me.
2: That is very exciting. I, yeah, that, see, this is where I always struggle in discussions like these because I, I, you know, you know me. I love, I love, uh, cryptids and ghosts and aliens uh-huh. and all kinds of supernatural things. Uh, but then when we get into discussions like this, like I, I very much want to be on the same page. I want to believe, but I just, uh, I feel like I can't, I can't, I, I know that there's no, you can't full throatedly say
1: out. that you believe in the shit that I'm saying. And I understand that
2: when I and I want to, but I just my brain just can't process it in the same way. Where like you say, there's no material difference, and I and I and I know that that's that, that, that a material difference isn't the point. You know, I can sort of understand where you're coming from, but I I I can't get there, and I feel yeah. uh, I feel limited. Honestly, I feel I wish I could get there. I, I don't I don't know what what I need to change about my my brain and the way it works to make that happen, but. Um, I kind of, in any case, with with discussions like these, I always come back to this place where I'm like, well, you know, to paraphrase community, it's not going to change how
1: mustard tastes, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and this is something like... An attitude that I had for a very long time that I, I don't know. I think it was just kind of the exploring some kind of uh, spirituality kind of things in my personal life kind of pulled me out of. But like for a while there, I was just like, we're just bags of meat and electricity, uh, inputs come in, outputs come out. And like it's just kind of, it, we might as well all just be fucking computers with how, how like textbook all of this stuff works. In that, like, it's just function. There's not, there's not, metaphysics didn't really interest me, nor did I really believe in it. But, uh, yeah, it's it's changed for me. Um, And now I, there's some beyond physical, spiritual truths that include things like dreams that um, I can't find myself logicking my way out of anymore. And um, it's more exciting to me. And I understand, like, if you can't <laughs> follow it, it is, it is, it is. Uh, it, the, that's a journey you get. We all got to go on on ourselves by ourselves. And um, anyway, folks, we're on a snacks podcast. No, I want to. I'm not ready to stop this. Again.
2: Okay, okay. <laughs> we're in this now because yeah. I feel like I'm at a point where, like, I, 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 I'm not fully where you are. I wish I was, yeah. but I'm not, and I know that. And. The whole, you know, we're 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 bags of meat. We're just, uh, you know, chemical reactions happening in the brain, causing one thing to lead to another. I don't think we're fully that either. I'm like, I'm I'm kind of stuck in a weird place in the middle, where like, I know that there are things that I can't explain. I know that there are forces, isn't the right word, but like, you think of like chemistry, like the reason why some people just click and other people don't, and it's not necessarily even a conscious thing. It's just like. There, there is some intermingling of your psychic space that feels satisfying or mm-hmm. feels dissatisfying in other cases. Yeah, in a way that is real, but that cannot be measured. Mm-hmm. And so I know that, like,
1: you know, is is that just like is that the like? Okay, I, I, I'm sorry, I want to stop you like right there and just say like, have you ever tried to like sit down and explain to someone m- what makes like our friendship work? Because like. I don't know. I, I, I there's there's some sometimes when I when so when people ask me about you, I've uh-huh. like put down on paper like who you are as a person and I'm like, it actually doesn't make that much <laughs> yeah. sense on paper, but yeah. we are we do have this sort of intangible thing that clicks between us mm-hmm. as well as it does. It totally. I always feel bad because when people I feel like it's it's it's
2: weirdly a trope. In you see it sometimes in movies. I the example that I that I think of is is I is, it is, was not a scripted thing, but was an exchange uh-huh. that happened between uh, Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger on the Doughboys podcast. Uh huh. But um, you'll see this thing happen where like someone will ask to describe what's good about a person they love, and when they can't yes. do that, that's allegedly a sign that they don't love them, and that has always bothered me because I'm mm-hmm. like. No, you just kind of know, like it's like, yeah, I can't put into words why you're my best friend and and why I love you and care for you so deeply, but I do I know because we, we we click
1: I have a few you know, I have a few things where I'm like, you know you're very funny, you're fun to hang out with yada 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 blah, of course, and same for you, but like there's there's so many intangibles that I can't put down on a piece of paper, yeah. And that's why those are the real like hardcore reasons why we click as well as we do. And that is where. Yeah, I
2: think where I get stuck, though, is that when I think of of that thing, Mm -hmm. I can't my brain can't make the leap from therefore we're not bags of meat acting it, to me that's just like well we don't understand the meat enough. Yeah. <laughs> there's just more to the meat than we understand and maybe that's the same thing and maybe i'm just stressing because I, I i because i grew up in the church and and obviously i know that's not for me but i still crave some like coherent spiritual uh, thought that i that i i just can't get to because that's kind of the, the whole point of what we're saying is there's just shit we don't understand
1: yeah 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 and i think i think that it is in that gray area that that space between the quantifiable and the completely spiritual like the completely just whacked out like no uh explanation whatsoever where is where a lot of truth lives
2: yeah i think what's tricky with that is that like by definition different people are going to have different ideas about what that truth is and uh that can be a problem in in society at large it
1: can it can um anyway uh uh which is why that... i hesitated
2: to call it, call it truth but you know one thing i do know is true and i feel like you were leading this way but to let me know if you weren't. The one
1: thing that is true is that we host the Snacks Podcast. Yeah, we host the Snacks Podcast that we have been recording for 20 minutes at this point. And we have been talking about dreams and metaphysics. And I say this is
2: Coca-Cola's fault for
1: making this damn we flavor. Haven't, we haven't opened a single snack yet. I did spill a lot of super glue on my hands at some point during Wait. that. So, um, let's, let's, um... Let's I'm going to break for like 1 second to try okay. to just rinse some 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 of uh, the use excess oil, super oil. Don't glue. use water. Thank you. That's a good idea. Um and then um when when I'm done with that, let's see what Coca-Cola has dreamed up to simulate the dream yes,
2: because we've established what dream is
1: as much yes. as any
2: human can that's what we've done yes <laughs> let's see how this taste lives up after, all right i'll be right back break. uh shall we crack into our coca-cola dream world
1: let's do it and and a fun thing that we have going on today both of us have the zero sugar uh, yeah. variety we're, we're
2: both on that zero sugar train
1: i'm trying to cut down my sugar intake these days honestly Uh um, fair
2: I, I got myself a twenty ounce bottle here. I don't know if that's the same for you. Is
1: uh, yeah twenty fluid ounces? Yeah. Okay,
2: here we go. I'm gonna crack it open. Now, have you heard any description of the flavor? I of have this?
1: avoided description actively.
2: I've, I've tried to. I heard one person. I've heard exactly two things. One person said it tastes like something, which I will not say for your sake. Thank you. And then a second person said, "No, it
1: doesn't." <laughs> that's all I've heard. I love that, like Starlight inspired, also that kind of level of like you know debate where nobody <laughs> yeah. could really settle on it. I love, I love these uh, these these Coca Cola creations just not being tied to
2: music to be categorized. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I think it's beautiful.
2: Now, have you? I'm taking a whiff here of mine. Definite tropical smell. I'll say yes,
1: yes, firm
2: tropical smell.
1: I'm getting definite tropical smells. I'm gonna. I think I want to go in.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna take a sip myself.
1: That's interesting. I I like this. I think it it tropical
2: is definitely how I would describe it. I've 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 reached out to this flavor before in the past on this show, but it does kind of taste like uh, the tropical trip twist Trident gum. Okay, like that exact flavor mixed with Coke, which is like a pineapple, mango, orange, all kind of mixed together.
1: And you know. There's something about the way that those flavors meet that does kind of make me feel like I'm walking through like a like a like an Escher or a Dolly Mm. or, you know, some some element of surreality that that comes out when you mix the what I feel like is an almost very pedestrian flavor of Coca-Cola. And when I say pedestrian, I'm not. Pedestrians are cool. Um, w- walk places if you can, but I mean, like, it is a very it is a knowable flavor. Yeah, combined with something that you know is is not is not otherworldly, but it is uh, uh, very contrasted with Coke.
2: Yeah, the Coke in combination with that, I think, does work well and does kind of just create this. It's not. It's not. It's it's not like other girls' sodas. Yeah. Say. So does our girls. We know this. <laughs>
1: so does our girls. Um yes. hey, can I
2: pitch like a, just a stock character, I guess, right yes. now, based on something you said. Yeah. It's a uh, medieval knight a uh-huh. suit of armor, but they but he likes doing mushrooms and he's called Sir Reality.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sir I love Reality. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um That's great. Thanks. <laughs> that's that's really good.
2: I really like this Coca Cola. It is. Sorry, I decided to take another sip mid sentence for some dumbass
1: reason. So did I. There's a there's a lightness, there's a fluffiness to it, and maybe, maybe that's just the zero sugar uh, that I'm not used to.
2: It's almost dew adjacent. I would even
1: go ooh. So far as I <laughs> would say that it does start to hit a few do notes.
2: Yeah. Uh, Coca Cola started dipping their toe in Dew territory. I would say. Uh
1: huh. Uh huh. Uh huh.
2: But I like I like this a lot. I'm gonna give this a wood buy again. would drink again. I I if I happen upon uh, another bottle and it's a good price, I I might just be drinking some more Coca Cola Dream World. I I like this a lot.
1: I I'm gonna say wood buy would eat, uh would drink. It is a you know it's not in a usual flavor that I would kind of go for, but. I do think that the combination does create something really interesting that intrigues me a lot.
2: Yeah, same.
1: Before we move on to our next deck, I have more extraneous bullshit. Yeah, I will bullshit. also
2: say, I've, I've liked, all, well, I didn't, I didn't like Marshmallow uh, Limited Edition Coca-Cola Creation so much. And I didn't have it. It, it. it tasted like an energy drink. It was not
1: great. I heard it tasted like Cheetos, but different.
2: What? Who said that?
1: Lilith 2.0 did.
2: Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I do think this is the best Coca-Cola creation so far. What were you gonna say?
1: My girlfriend, who I love very much, has—I've told her first of all, one of the first times that—well, it wasn't one of the first times we hung out, but a time that we hung out before we started dating. She had the last of my Coke Starlight. I told her that we were doing Dreamworld today. And she is indignant at the coca-cola corporation for <laughs> i think what we have celebrated in otherworldly flavors not based in any kind of concrete like concrete, concrete this tastes yeah. like tropical berry or whatever
2: and i respect that position as well frankly i don't agree with it obviously but i can I understand where she's coming from
1: i do think that you know the um yeah, I think a couple things was one, one she brought up that like, OK, so, you know, your regular Joe Schmo is going to walk into a, a grocery store and say, oh, this thing is flavored like dreams. Am I just supposed to find out what that means after I have purchased it? That kind of sucks because, you know, if somebody doesn't have the adventurous spirit of a snacks journalist, I can <laughs> certainly understand that. And also, the other thing she brought up is—is—and this is, I think, uh, uh, something that we grapple with on this show quite a bit. It's just that they—they are limited edition. If you do fall in love with them, you got
2: to get ready for heartbreak. Yeah, I mean, that's—but that's true of any limited edition
1: uh, snack. And it's something even that is even true of a lot of non-limited edition snacks. Then it's we true. have had to make peace with that. and bites, rest in peace. Pudding bites, Haribo sour crunchy crawlers. I haven't seen those. Hers uh deep dish cheese curls, but I never saw those in stores. I had to have them shipped
2: to me. Some, sometimes they'll even still make a product, but they just stop making it good. Looking yeah. at you, Hostess mini muffins.
1: Uh huh. It's a shame. God damn. So,
2: by the way, if any if if anybody out there is a Hostess mini muffin head, I have tried all of the other brands, and I'll tell you right now, Little Debbie is by far the closest to the original recipe.
1: That's mm, good to know. That's good to know. This, you know, this is why we're we're the voice of the people. We we're helping people out with snacks.
2: And as much as like I like, I am someone who likes to buy the ticket, take the ride, and, and and I'm very much into the idea of being like this is this is a new flavor called Dream. Mm-hmm. I think uh, there's also a place in society for people like us who will tell your average uh, schmo in the grocery store ahead of time. Uh-huh. Hey, it's kind of like a tropical
1: Coca-Cola, tropical, but with combined definitely with a Coca-Cola base for sure. Yeah, and it does make for a very interesting flavor. I'd say take the ride if you're on yeah. the fence. I would agree. Now, do we have a 20-minute spiel to go on for our next snack? Nope.
2: Kit Kat Duo Strawberry plus Dark Chocolate are crisp wafers in a lustrous cream coating. Strawberry on top and dark chocolate on the bottom. Multiple wafers are bound together by chocolate for the simple but Undeniable pleasure of breaking them apart. Each 1.5 ounce package contains four wafers. Delicately engraved in the strawberry cream are the words Kit Kat, so that you never forget whose product you're putting in your mouth.
1: Now, Diet Coke, the combined, I'll just say it, smokiness of uh, your description. Uh-huh. Which again, I I appreciate. I love these. I, I you love know what I we're do doing these them. it's
2: it's it, it is like something else is speaking through me. Yeah. I just
1: kind of get this inspiration that I don't
2: necessarily know where it's coming from. Uh-huh. And I think that's where a lot of that smokiness is coming from.
1: Now, you also did describe Kit Kat wafers as being bound by chocolate. Um That's correct. They're bound together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the I feel like I feel like we've given a much hornier uh, (laughs) though. I mean, strawberries, strawberries are kind of a, you know, people talk about that like uh, it's a sexy snack, especially strawberries dipped in chocolate yes so maybe we are about to uh, go on a, a sexual journey if <laughs> there is
2: some erotic potential to this uh kit
1: kat treat this is kit kat treat so we started <laughs> off with dreams and now we're uh we're exploring eroticism welcome to house of snacks <laughs> um i hope this is someone's first episode um yeah now we've i've had so i went on a little
2: journey with these i found these at walmart bought yep. them pitched them to you and then there was a period yep. where you couldn't find them yeah i got i wanted some chocolate and it was all i had in the house so i ate yep. that one then you found it then i replaced it then i forgot that i had replaced it and bought a second one <laughs> wow so, this is my second eaten third purchased uh-huh I'm I'm, and I'm ready to go.
1: I have not touched them. I do have a king size, so I have a, a lot of Ooh, these nice. uh, to get through, but that probably just means that um, my girlfriend is getting some tonight.
2: Yeah, I took the other one that I bought that I forgot I bought, and I did give it to my wife.
1: So uh. Oh, hell yeah. Ready? Sh- yeah. Yeah, I'm about to bra- break me off a piece of this Kit Kat bar. Hell yeah. They're so good. Hell yeah. They're really, really fucking good. Whoa!
2: Better than I thought it would be. They don't pull their punches with the strawberry or the dark chocolate. Yep. Both flavors come in hard, and mm-hmm. they meet, and it's a great meeting, and they're just really fucking good. The,
1: the the dark chocolate, they were clearly not afraid to really make it an actual dark chocolate and not, like, a really sweet dark chocolate, because they knew that the strawberry would back it up with the sweet. And
2: that balance? Oh. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. It's so fucking good. Wow. Yeah. This is a winner.
1: Up there with my favorite Kit Kat flavors.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent agree. This is this is so fucking good. Holy shit. That nice crisp mm-hmm. strawberry hits the chocolate. Uh huh. Mmm. Mm. 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 I mean, I'm content to just say I would buy these again. I have bought these again, and I would eat yep. them again because we kind of went on for 20 minutes about dreams. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to keep talking about these, but I don't know that we necessarily need to make this an extended review.
1: No, yeah, would buy, would eat, Margot, if you're listening to this, uh, which you're probably considering that you've been kind of slow listening to the podcast, it's probably a few months in. Just think back a few months ago and just, just measure how how much I care about you with how many... Uh, Kit Kats were left when you came over uh, the evening of August 26th. Um. And um, Casey, my beautiful wife, if you're listening,
2: remember that you offered to share the second thing with me and I was honest and said, no, that's not fair because I already have a whole one for review. <laughs> this whole thing is yours. I hope you appreciate listening to this. The sacrifice I made in, in not being selfish. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Just heard a thank you from downstairs. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they're great. They're great. So are are you okay? I remember last thing I remember last episode is that you like cut yourself open. Is are are, are yes. you? Yes,
1: you're fine. Do you uh, come on? Do you do, do you think that's the first time after the fucking conversation we had to open this podcast? Do you think that's the first? blood ritual i've performed in my life i
2: suppose not but i you know i just i wanted to make sure because i because also we're here we are at the end of this show and i don't i don't really know what's going to happen and so i'm a little uh Apprehensive, I suppose you could say. I've be- oh no, the Beatles back. I'm beat. Oh, no, <coughs> no, no 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 not the Beatles, not the Beatles, okay. not the
1: Beatles, not the Beatles. Okay, okay. Wait, wait. I've, I've be- I beat
2: them back. Beatles not coming I'm, I'm, back.
1: I've I've just uh uh I I've actually just instead of my own flesh, because I understand if that's a little upsetting to listen to for people at home, I'm just carving a pentagram on the floor. It's a protective sigil against all Beatles, and hopefully. If we just—if I just lay well, my hands hello, down upon Sugar. okay.
2: I—I I, came—I came faster this time. I didn't want you to have to cut anything open on my on little old my behalf. Hey, Annie. Me, hey, Annie Lennox. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I had two really good uh snacks. You're doing that like candy podcast or whatever it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um we we talk about like like sodas or candies or sometimes some salty snacks. Um You
2: should come by the Win Dixie uh to yeah. pick up some of those snacks sometimes. I have no I official to. affiliation that you know of, but I think you should come down there. It's a great store.
1: Yeah. Um I don't think there's a whole lot of Wendy's uh in Austin.
2: We're a fl- I mean they're a Florida exclusive chain. Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Any what do you What do you think about dreams?
2: Oh, what do I think about dreams? Yeah. I I don't do those anymore. I made the choice not to after some of the things I saw.
1: You know, I—that's actually like a choice that I made a few years ago, and um, it's something that I'm coming back on.
2: I saw some truths about the universe that I—that mm-hmm. uh, I, I was rather uncomfortable with, and um, I decided to uh, remove the part of my brain that uh, that that made those truths happen. In 1969, I engaged in a ritual known as trepidation. <laughs> trepidation. Okay. And I took a power drill and I, I drilled a hole right right in my old noggin, and I, I don't have those dreams anymore.
1: Yeah, I just listened to to podcasts to get. Uh, I don't know if you. I guess in 1969, y'all didn't have podcasts to that. Well, that was part so of the could... universal
2: truth that I understood when I had the dream. That was one of the things I was trying to forget. But they, uh, in time, though that that part came back for me anyway.
1: Okay, wait. Podcasts are part of the universal truth of like the 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 firmament. I <laughs> is that what you're telling me right now?
2: Listen, I, I I I saw, I saw, I I I had an understanding of the way the universe works. Yes, and part of that understanding is that podcasts are a natural byproduct of technology and the human condition, and uh-huh. in fact, a sign of its true evil nature.
1: Yeah, that makes sense to me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um we should probably end this one because i don't i don't i don't i don't feel necessarily good about participating in, in what i know in my heart is an evil uh thing
1: okay check out info wars though no one's good
2: uh, well I, I i don't i don't i don't i don't i don't go in for that kind of thing uh okay. goodbye children and everyone and i hope you have a lovely week
0: For more from the House of Snacks, visit Patreon.com slash House That's Patreon.com slash House